This episode is available ad-free for Peakery Tribe members. Go to peacefulcreativity.com slash join the tribe, subscribe for free and get the ad-free version. Well, hello everybody. My name is Arno. I'm a coach in creativity and peace of mind and welcome to the Peaceful Creativity Podcast. Uh, this is a very special episode today because it's uh, our first ever live episodes. We recorded live on uh, Facebook a few days ago and um, I'm uh, editing it to turn it into an audio podcast and uh, the guest is of course the wonderful and inspiring and my great friend uh, David Papa who was already on the Peaceful Creativity podcast before. This time we talk about our course Peaceful Holidays but not we were not trying to sell it because the pre-sales are done and uh, as David said, even if you want to buy it, it's too late, you can't. <laughs> but we talk about why we decided to make the course and uh, actually all the process of making the course. And it can be interesting for you if you are an online entrepreneur or an entrepreneur uh, and you are dealing with, you know, issue with collaborating with people and tough deadlines. We go into a lot of interesting uh, direction. Uh, it was super fun to do it live like that, so it's definitely not the last time we do it. And uh, for now, I hope you will uh, enjoy the episode. Anyway, enjoy my conversation live with David Papa. This is the magic of the live. Hey. hey. So I'm really honored to be here in uh, Arno's uh, Peaceful Creativity recording studio. Yeah. And uh, we are going to cook up some some fun stuff for you today about ha- having a peaceful holidays. And uh, but I'm just interested to also, because it's live, you guys can send us comments and we should theoretically see them. Arno's got his yeah. laptop over here. I have my computer machine here and I can... <laughs> I can. I don't see his video, ordinator. This, this ordinator. Let me refresh it, and I guess how comments will appear here. Oh yeah, now it says live. There is some red stuff that says live. It's red. It's red. So send us your comments, and we can look at the red and hopefully respond uh, uh, today. Today, this is all about having hey, a peaceful this holiday. Is, this is meta, but look at us. Whoa. Oh my god! Oh, it's causing yeah. an infinite loop Woo. in the interwebs. Oh, that's great. Uh, Thank you for being here. If you're watching, yeah. And if you're seeing this later, thanks for listening. Yeah, exactly. So what are we going to talk about today? Um, we want to talk about uh, Peaceful Holidays, the course that uh, we built, uh, David and I. And we want to talk about... We didn't launch, by the way. We did, this is not a, uh, hey, get in our course because you can't, because it yeah. doesn't exist. Too late. And we're going to talk, uh-huh. talk about why it doesn't <laughs> exist. Yeah. yeah, we're going to talk both about the content of the course and uh, hopefully share something valuable for your holiday season this year and also about uh, why we built it and uh, why it wasn't released and what we learned from that. So if you're into creating something and, w- and are thinking about launching it to the, the public, you, there might be some valuable tips for you in there. And uh, again, I, let, me refra- let me repeat that you can comment. Oh, I see something. <laughs> it's a surprise mystery. I'm pretty sure the tool we're using says there's two people watching. Now maybe one person watching. <laughs> and that might be you. I think we just lost a subscriber. We just lost a, a watcher. 
So let's see. Let's see if anybody. Okay, so died. let's let, guys. We told you two times. You can comment. So now we're just jumping into let's the meat of it, so that if you rewatch that, it's not too tedious. Yeah. Okay, David. How are you? Oh, I'm good. I don't know. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. yeah, I'm happy to be here again. Second time on your yeah your really cool podcast. You got some great interviews uh, so far, and uh, I'm really happy to be here. Oh, yeah. thank, thank you, David. I yeah. mean, it, it's uh, it's the fir- David is the first ever uh, guest who is here for the second time, and uh, I'm really happy. And let's. So, why peaceful holidays? Why did we come up with this idea? Well, what's so special about the holiday season? It came from our own total our own experiences with having really not peaceful holidays and uh, having holidays that were just filled with stress and overwhelm and holidays that were really challenging and and it's not supposed to be that time of year and what i don't want it to be that time of year you know i want i want it to be a really that magical time that i felt like you know when i was a kid you know what i mean Uh, and this also a time for relaxation and a break you know yeah. it's a, it's a special moment in the year you know the, december 21st is the winter solstice it's the darkest day of the year in the northern hemisphere this mm. is a time of recharging and reflecting this is a time of like drawing in your resources and preparing yourself to bloom again in the next year yeah. and the holidays just does not turn into that for me and uh in the past and for most most people and so i want to we thought maybe we could change it maybe we could put a little dent in that situation yeah. and help holidays be more peaceful and fun for people yeah because like as you said like it's a special time and it's a time that's supposed to be to recover and uh both you and i have stories uh that we might share of why it wasn't the case for us yeah and um I know that for me, holidays means going back to France and see my family and be in the, a house with a lot of uh, history and, uh, uh, you know, connecting with, um, yeah, the extended family where the people I used to see as a child. And obviously there's a lot of, you know, memories and energy stuck there. And every year I used to feel some sort of, I was happy to see them, but also I was feeling some some sort of sadness or, you know, so, like weird energy inside me yeah weird energy inside yeah 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 like happy to be there but sad at the same time you know or melancholic or yeah and i would attribute it to external factors like oh yeah this stuff didn't work out in music or in business or in a relationship but really those are just external things i think and the real happening is inside yeah a lot, a lot of people feel very lonely during the holiday season. A lot, yeah. of, a lot of people have this sadness. There, there's a whole phenomenon called the holiday blues that people people deal with, uh, mm-hmm. and um, and uh, you know that was another reason we thought maybe we could yeah. try something because you know I've experienced it as well to a certain extent. You know, fortunately, you got out of it one year because you you know you, thanks to you no, thanks to you, you no, <laughs> Arno called me. Okay, one holidays, and he basically was in the phone, was just like, oh, the holidays are making me think about my life. This is not sustainable, you know? And and it was a really good moment. You know, the holidays does get a lot of people to reflect about their life. And yeah, and we, we do see that a lot of things about the way we are moving through the world are, are, not, are not sustainable. The way we're holding our relationships, the way we're forcing ourselves to push in business or or in our work you know the the type of work we've chosen for ourselves so this is this is also you know these these things naturally come up 
as the year is about to switch. But we're so busy. We're so busy with all this stuff. We're so busy about with all like the, you know, like the buying presents running yeah. around. There's all the parties. Uh, you know, all all these errands we're running. You know, company Christmas party. Uh, yeah. And what am What am I going to wear? And I need to put decoration in my house. And uh, yeah. Oh. And you got to make sure you you know fam the family obligations, and then making sure that you get the right gifts for all the right people. It's like you know becomes this. We just lose the opportunity. We lose the opportunity to to ride the natural reflective change energies mm. that are happening at this time of mm. year. The natural the natural energies happening this time of year that l allow us to let go mm. of what's no longer serving us and we we don't take the time to do that because we're so we're so busy and i don't want people to miss out on that opportunity so you know we're going to give some tips today uh for how to do that yeah. i think in the end but we tried to make a course about this and it didn't go didn't go so well didn't go as planned well yeah let's i like i like better this second formulation because it, yeah. it went it went well in the meaning that when we started talking about that I think you said whatever happens, I want it to be fun, right? Uh, I want the process of creating it, and the end result should be fun. And I think it was. I mean, I had it some. It definitely was. Yeah, I mean, the process of creating it, of uh, creating it, was definitely fun. And what we put out, people reacted like, "Oh wow, it's funny, funny hat, etc." And uh, so <laughs> funny hat, oh, but like we put out, we put out like these. Pro tip for managing the holidays. People are like, oh, A, A plus funny hat, guys. That's one. That's the feedback we got. Okay. That's fine. I'm, I'm happy to entertain with that. Yeah, I mean, help comes in many different ways. So yeah. if we can help you with choosing your funny hat, let leave us a comment below. Yeah. I'm just, I have no idea what I'm doing. Once again, it's the first live. So if it's a I keep seeing that like the there's someone watching and then it goes back down to one person. So this I is the the two next to the I is the, the live. Uh, we see you. Yeah. You people are watching. So yeah. one of them is me because I'm checking <laughs> here. I'm checking here. Uh, yeah. Maybe maybe my maman. Coucou, maman. Si c'est toi, je te fais un bisou. <laughs> Your mom's watching. That's nice. Yeah. Send us a comment. Oh, no, mom. Uh, <laughs> S'il vous plaît. <laughs> So um, we we wanted so we had the whole outline of the course. We knew yeah. what we wanted to talk about. We yeah. had three axes, starting from inside, connecting with others, and then finally dealing with presence. And we were about to record everything, but then David told me, "Well, but we don't know if people actually want this, right?" And that's when uh, we decided to make uh, pre-sales instead, right? Yeah, and. Uh, <clears throat> So when David said it didn't, it didn't go as planned, it means that uh, you guys didn't buy the pre-sales. <laughs> and, and that's okay. I mean, it's just, uh, it's a great, you know, feedback for us. It means that you didn't need this, maybe at this time, maybe on this format. And uh, as an online entrepreneur, I'm, it's uh, like great, great, great lesson that I got out of it. Because some of you took the time to tell me, you know, I didn't buy your course, but I really like the idea and maybe next year and or I didn't buy it because I'm already on two online courses at the moment. I don't have space. And this kind of feedback just opened my eyes on, you know, how to communicate with people, how to present the things that that we built. Um, yeah, I don't know if you want to say something. about. Yeah, that. yeah. Well, I, we. I feel the idea, this is one of the situations when you have an idea as an online entrepreneur and you think the idea is good. So you, and the idea is something that solved your own problem, Yes, you know, and that's a good way, a good place to start. And so you put out the idea and then it didn't work, 
you know, it didn't work. Well, it didn't work from just a sales perspective, but it worked from a, for a lot of other reasons that yes. um, that Arno mentioned. I'm very happy about, and we'll get more into that later. Like, what is the real goal of what you're doing? You know, what's the real goal of what you're doing from like a big perspective, like from a soul perspective? You know, not just from tick some check boxes of what society thinks is success. You know, there's something bigger going on here, and so we can talk about what that looks, what this kind of project looks like, and that bigger perspective context so you know this we the idea was solid i think the idea proved to me that it was solid because after we recorded the promo and after we shared like one of the tools in the course and you know offered if you want more jump in the course we oh, had, yeah, the tool is still there the free tool is still there actually yeah. oh good point yeah you can tell people where to get it if I they put want. it in the comments uh, okay cool later, yeah after. yeah we have a free tool for how to one little exercise you can do to help you better navigate the f your family conversations mm. and actually empower yourself over the holidays instead of having to tell the old stories that you used to t that you're always used to telling telling a new story that is actually a match for who you are but anyway that was see these tools are cool this would have been a cool course wouldn't it have been but the the thing is is that uh we you know i saw after we created this you know landing page shared a couple of the tools and ideas about this course i saw on instagram in particular two other mm. uh, off people offering like stress less at the holidays yeah. type courses. So I think the idea was solid, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was really fun to do. And it taught us a lot even in the, I mean, we, we planned and produced the whole, the whole, everything we put out there, probably less than a 24 hour period, probably mm -hmm. a 24 hour period, you know, yeah, about yeah, yeah. this. I mean, not consecutive 24 hours, but total like 24 hours, you know, and the, uh, so that was really fun. We, you know, we did all these kind of things that we didn't think we could do. For example, we found a really cool place to shoot it. You know, yeah. Arno is an audio specialist. I've done a lot of video before, so you know those skills really combined really nicely to make a, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. to make a like pro looking thing. And it was just also really fun to test your collaboration with someone. You know, do do you work? Do you work well with somebody? You yeah, know, yeah, is yeah. is it fun? Do you have ideas that complement each other? Are you willing to like go with each other's ideas? You know, these kind of things. Like these are all really important collaboration questions that I think uh, many entrepreneurs you know skip over. You yeah, know, yeah. so the, just that alone, so much information you know that we got from this project. So for me, it showed that we were able to tap into an idea that act is actually good. Yeah. We're, we were able to create something that could have really worked yeah. um, quickly. And we had a lot of fun doing it, you yeah. know. So this, for me, was a success. You know, the 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 failed launch, quote unquote, failed launch, was a was for me a, a success. Yeah. Because it of everything I learned and felt. Yeah, completely. I mean, <clears throat> so many things I want to react on what you just said, but uh, like you yesterday or two days ago, you sent me an email about uh, from from an entre another entrepreneurship lady uh, about uh, what's a failed launch and what you can learn out of it and she was like something in the line of you know it's normal to fail your launch it's if you take it as a learning opportunity and if you make multiple launch for the same product you know first going uh, first going with the beta then going from early bird then from the full course you learn much more and it removes some of the pressure and uh, we went just for the pre-sales directly and within a really short time period so that's a variable lesson. yeah we only give people 48 Four hours, hours to, like by now to, yeah <laughs> i mean the the theory behind that was you know other entrepreneurs out there you know tell, tell us where we're wrong yeah but the, the theory behind that was you know you people 
know if they're going to they're going to buy something right away. Yeah, yeah. I mean, true. you know, subcon- buying decisions are subconsciously driven. Yeah. And yeah, I think we have a comment so I'm just going to Okay, ask. great. Yeah, check it out while I, I just finish this thing yeah, yeah. maybe. So, uh, you know, buying is a subconscious process. In studies of how people buy things, most buying decisions are made within 2.5 seconds. So, you know, that is not a rational process. So basically the That's idea true. the idea behind it was as soon as somebody if somebody sees the page, watches our videos, reads the, reads the content yeah. of the course, yeah. somewhere inside of them, they know if they actually want it or not. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I didn't want to give like, you know, a week for them to decide, two weeks yeah, for them yeah, to decide. Yeah. You know, and it, maybe it, maybe we could have got more sales if we had done that. It was an experiment based on buying psychology, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, one thing, so we're shooting it from my kitchen, by the way, which is, oh yeah, David said podcast studio, he forgot, slash kitchens. Yeah, that's uh, why we're cooking up the podcast. <laughs> Um, what I wanted to say, damn, I forgot the magic of the live. Yay. So we were talking about the 48 the, hours. The 48 put, hours yeah. is not something I regret neither because no. it's, it comes into the context of, uh, you know, I approached that we've been, I mean, I've been thinking about this course and courses in, in general for months, you know, years maybe. And I was like, okay, either I can think about it forever or I can put like a hardcore deadline and just go for it. So I had this, you know, <clears throat> this idea of a course around the holidays. We started talking about the holidays. It became peaceful holiday. And then uh, I, I told to David that, okay, let's, let's have a very ambitious deadline. You know, let's say that we're going to release on, you know, in two weeks or something. So it helped us to push the, the project forward and not just think about it. And this is something I consider a success. Yeah. Um, but then, of course, when you do that, you cannot prolong the pre-sales for three weeks or whatever. So we, we had to say, basically, we, we chose, okay, it's kind of behind the scenes stuff. Uh, we chose to have 48 hours because then it would have given us two days to make the actual, actual recording. And we were like, you know, we want to release at a certain date. We need some time to, to record. So, and it's all part of the game. So if you are, you know, trying yourself in, as an entrepreneur online, there are good and bad side on putting ambitious deadlines and for us i think the course wouldn't have existed at all if the, if it wasn't for those deadlines i don't know what no, yeah I, absolutely i'm not a deadline per, I, person i don't give myself a lot of deadlines for things yeah. I, I'm, a, I'm a person where that, that kind of like each day or you know i have a, an idea i know what needs to, to get done and i'm feeling where the, my energy is to do yeah. what i try to put the the where my energy is at its peak like the task that has the peak energy that's where i try to put my work first and i found that you know that i get everything i need to get done done but for something like this you know um the deadline was so useful it really was just like it for me one of the most useful pieces of the deadline was not making it perfectionist yes you know it was like because of the deadline it was just like well, look, we don't have time. So some things were going wrong on yeah. our shooting day, yeah, yeah. and it was like, well, we don't have time to, to shoot another day for these for this intro video yeah, and yeah. this tool video. So we're just going right now with yeah. what we have right now. We can do just one take, and this needs to be the right take, and we do it. Yeah, and that's, exactly, and that's it, what happened. Yeah. yeah, and it could have been a lot better, you know, uh, maybe. If, but we were just like, nope, we gotta just get it done. Yeah, and I think that that's that's something that a lot of entrepreneurs, uh, online entrepreneurs, have said have said before, like just ship, you know, just ship it, even when it's not done, it's not yeah. perfect, yeah. it's never gonna be perfect and you know the deadline i wouldn't necessarily say was motivating what it didn't it didn't have a big motivating effect on me but it had a huge effect on 
eliminating my like perfectionism. Right. And yes. I think that's hugely useful. Yeah. What's yeah, happening? No, You're I, typing. Is this something? No, yeah, no, no. It's just like. Uh, Did someone uh, leave a comment? Yeah, yeah. Somebody like who tell me that he loves your your shirt. So. Uh, oh, my shirt? Yeah, no, it's not true. But uh, oh. he is. He, we are really live, guys. I don't know. Some of you are writing to me. That that's that's true. No, that's real. This, we are for real, guys. <laughs> uh, so. I want you know what you just said that you're not a, a, dead, a deadline person. Right. It's it resonates with something that you said earlier that you know we complement each other. Yeah. You know that uh, David's style of working is not my style of working, and somehow it works well, and it's nice that we have this project to to test it. And <clears throat> it's gonna sound weird, but uh, it reminds me that one of the reasons why Israel has so many good uh, startups. Yeah, no, don't worry, I'm not going into the political stuff. I have no idea where this is going, Bobby. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, so, uh, Israel, yes. the country, there's a huge startup scene. Yes. There. A lot of good company in yeah. tech. It's because they have, uh, you know, this uh, military service yes. that brings people together in harsh condition. Yeah. And then they know with who they connect well and who they don't connect well in those harsh conditions because... Believe it or not, but creating something is not easy, you know. It can be fun, it can be enjoyable, and yeah. in our case it was, but yeah. it's not easy. There's a lot of little things you need to do, and oh, I forgot a cable, and oh, the, the electricity is not working all of a sudden. And, and, and you need to be united when this happens and, and reactive, so. Yeah, it, it is harsh conditions, like trying to create something is somewhat hard. There's, there's an example from us trying to create this course, you know, where I was being a bit of a diva. They're like, you know, they're, because I'm a, I'm, because I'm a talent. I'm a talent. <laughs> so they, uh, like Arnaud, Arnaud was like, no, we got to get this done. Let's do it this week. We're going to do it this weekend, this one weekend. Let's record on Sunday. And I'm like, on Sunday? Dude, I work all week. Sunday is my off day. I don't want to record on, uh, like on Sunday. I left him this like minute long rant about, you know, how I'm not getting enough rest. I, I, I already to, forgot about it. Yeah, I need to like be, you know, I, I need to get more rest. And Sunday's my, you know, rest day. I got to take care of myself. This huge rant, right? Which was all was all true, but then after you know, then he sent me a message back. He was like, "Okay, I totally understand. Uh, let's you know, let's see how it goes. We'll do this. We'll finish our uh, outline, and then we'll see if we want to film." You know, he was totally relaxed about it. And then, well, 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 well. I was totally relaxed in my response, but before that, I was freaking out. I was like, "Oh my god, oh my god, he's such a diva!" But then I was like, "Okay, integrate," because we apply we apply the stuff that we teach. You know, it's like integrate your emotions, spend time with yourself, pause before you react. You know. Why are you freaking out over that? Because it resonates with something inside. I, I mean, David does it in his life and I do it in my life as well. So I did all this integration stuff and then I was like, okay, let's hear him. What's going on? And then you had this perfect message where you are, you know, I'm, I wrote you this because I'm feeling X, Y, Z because X, Y, Z happened this week. And I was like, oh yeah, okay. So from yeah. that point on, I was like, okay, no, I understand. Yeah, you had a tough week and uh, yeah. Sunday, it's supposed to be a recovery day, so of course. Yeah, yeah, but, but. But you cannot do that if you are not sync well with the person. That's yeah. my point of earlier. But it has a different ending because that wasn't the end. The, after Arnaud sent me back that calm message, and I realized I just needed to share my overwhelm, you know, with somebody. I just needed to express these emotions. And after I did that and I got this calm message back from Arnaud, I was like, but you know what? I'm actually feeling some excitement to do this. Even though I haven't had a break for a while, I'm feeling, oh, and now that I'm past the emotional triggers of the overwhelm, now the excitement has come up. And I left him a second message shortly after that was like, hey, you know what? Like I'm, 
I'm feeling actually excited about it. I, you let me rant. Thank you so much. You yeah. <laughs> you absorbed the rant perfectly. Now I'm now I'm feeling excitement come up. So I think you know what I'm willing to do it on Sunday. You just have to buy me lunch. That's what I said. <laughs> I, I, was, I was I want the yellow M and M's. You know, it was kind of like one of those moments. But I was like yellow vegan M and M's. Yeah, but I was like you gotta buy me lunch, vegan food. And he was like I'll do it. And then and then it was like that was another little step. You know, and then we had our record date planned. Why am I telling you this? Why am I telling you all this story? By the way, we ha- when we at- when we were at the record day, it was so much fun. We didn't even take a break for lunch yeah, like that, yeah. that. That that didn't even happen. It wasn't like I was making a demand. What really was going on here? What's going on is that when you create something new in the world, put yourself out there for something you really care about. You are going to come up against your own emotional triggers. You're going to come up against your own emotional resistance and. One of the best things about having a collaborator that you sync with, finding a collaborator that you sync with, is that you don't have the same emotional triggers. So when when I was stuck in this resistance of feeling overwhelmed, and Arnaud, Arnaud wasn't, and his his calm energy and just being able to hold the, to hold the space for that allowed me to move to a new place and get through that trigger and there were there you know there are some stories uh as well of this little project where Arno, you know maybe ran into a trigger and i wasn't feeling it like that you know i wasn't being triggered by that same thing so i was able to push us and pull us through the that specific situation you know i've been i've been thinking about this a lot this is a i've been working for myself since 2013 you know so like uh you know seven years now and um and one of the, the 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 most important factor in me being able to not only you know pay my bills but go beyond that is the idea of, is having collaborator yeah. is having collaborators for everything I do. So I've been working on this project, and if you're interested, you got to let me know because I don't know if it's something that uh, it's something that I don't know that's out there. But it's called the collaboration engine, and you know, let me know if you're interested because it's all about how do you find those collaborators that you sync with and how do you know you really sync how do you know they have the complementary skills that are going to pull you through a situation when you're resisting you know how do you know you have that uh values sync up you know Mm -hmm. i think a lot of a lot of successful collaborations collaborations seem to happen kind of like you know by happenstance or like somebody knows someone else you decide to try something together or you're maybe in a harsh situation like you're in you serve in the israeli military yeah. together and then you you find out who you can really work with but if you're an entrepreneur like me like arno right and uh you working for yourself there are so many people out there you could do a project with there are so many ideas for projects how do you actually figure out what kind of collaboration is good and i think that that makes such a huge difference to not only the to just being able to get things done with a level of energy that you actually enjoy it, because what are we what are we doing this for? You know, we're not, why are we working for ourselves? You know, yeah. we're working for ourselves because we're trying to be happier in our lives. Yeah. You know, it's not it's, it's not it's not just the money no. or the the freedom. It's like the overall feeling of happiness and meaning, and you know, doing yeah. what we're here to do. No, and we think that we you know with more freedom and and our, and making money with something we find meaningful, we believe that's going to add to our happiness. But the ultimate goal is our happiness, and so you know. If, you, and and even though our course didn't sell, I'm very happy with what we put out. I felt very happy in the process, you know, and I was very happy to see all these dynamics, all these collaboration dynamics that we're talking about, how, how 
they played out, how they came into effect. You yeah. know, I have, I, have, I have a more keener insight into how I work now as well, yeah. you know, because of this. So, so much, so much richness came from a simple experiment that wasn't a success from some checklist perspective, yeah, yeah. but it was a, a success from a, from an information, from a feelings, from a why am I, the whole purpose of me doing this anyway perspective. Mm-hmm. That's, that's totally true. There's a dog here. I'm gonna There's, <laughs> um, do you want to tell us more about this collaboration engine and where people can find more about that? Because well, I, I don't know. I'm hearing it for the first time, so I'm curious as well. Well, I'm, I mapped out a whole process for finding a collaborator you could be really successful with. And it has to do with finding complementary skills, has to do with finding a values match. It has to do with finding a slightly different approach to creativity. It has to do with uh, not having the same fears. You know, because that, that's what we're talking about. You know, mm. you, you don't necessarily want a collaborator who has the exact same fears as you because mm. if you, if you, you, because what you're afraid of is going to stop you on a subconscious level from moving forward. Yeah, yeah. So you want someone who has slightly different fears because they will, because they won't be afraid to pull you, you know, to push you into a new direction. You won't be afraid to push them. There was an example about pricing the course. You know, Arnaud had a number. Yes. Oh, it's so can, interesting. It, can, I, can I take Yeah, yeah, please. So, um, I'm a member of a course that tell you how to make courses and they were talking about pricing there and, and they were like, if you have more than one hour of content in your course, you should be around $50. And I was like, wow, I, uh, I cannot go, cannot push myself to go anywhere near that. I mean, I know the content is great, but just because I'm the one making it, you know, David and I are the, I mean, no, in that case, it's really me and my own fears because I'm the one behind it. I'm, I don't feel uncomfortable. I feel uncomfortable pricing it that high. So we were like, okay, let's put a lower price for the pre-sales because it makes sense. And initially, it was going to be 17 bucks. And David was like, yeah, but are you sure, bro? Aren't we like, is it, will we feel happy if we sell, you know, 10 cores like that? Like that? And I was like, no, you're right. It's just, it's, it's worth way more than that. It's worth easily the 50 bucks. And, uh, and pricing it solo is just an expression of my fears. So again, I integrated this fear, and thanks to the impulse, uh, the input of uh, of David, I was like, no, okay, let's go for the the higher tier, and that's why we priced it, uh, you know, uh, twenty seven dollars. And even though we didn't sell, I don't care because I went over that fear. You know, next time I will sell it without shame because the course is good, the content is good, so there is no way to undersell it. Yeah, and and, the price, and this little example of something that happened is Arno literally let go of a fear. Yeah, I mean that is that is the definition of freedom, everyone. Yeah. Like we we think freedom has to look a certain way on the outside, but freedom does not come from the outside. You know, freedom comes from the inside, and you know this is we're so tied up especially like in the u.s we're so tied up around concepts about what freedom really is but if you feel um in in a trap in your life it doesn't matter what the circumstances are it doesn't Mm. matter if you get to decide everything you do every day if you feel like you're in a trap in your life you you aren't free and if you are in jail for 27 years like nelson mandela was and use that to actually and to actually liberate and free a whole nation of people who are living under apartheid, you know, that is a definition of freedom, mm. right? So 
This is freedom is a, is a completely subjective internal experience. And our no through a simple experiment in collaboration and someone else pulling him beyond his his limits, he would have stopped. He would have priced it at 17 if he was working yeah, by, yeah. by himself. I wanted to price it way higher, but we found the compromise, right? Because, you know, and, and, the same, and just like he pulled me through the resistance I was having, which was also fear of not having a rest day. Mm. You know what I mean? But, I, but it turns out that I found that creative exercise that, of filming so rejuvenating. You know, it was like I had more energy at the end of the day yeah. than when I started. But my, my fear was telling me, no, that, you, you can't do that. That's not, and so I left that, you know, ranting message. So yeah. when you, the, the collaboration engine was, is to try to like unpack these collaboration dynamics. Mm. And the idea was like, could I make a process that would help someone find their perfect collaborators, you know, and that would, that you would have all these complementary skills and complementary emotional set of emotions. Cause mm. that's the huge missing piece that nobody talks about is having yes. having complementary emotional skills and you want to do it in the form of a website where people like i have no i have no idea okay i have no idea it's not out there yet you okay. know if anybody's okay. interested you know i don't know email or no uh, or write you write know the comments below um, yeah in the comments under this post or maybe uh your private message as well wherever you hear yeah just go to peacefulcreativity.com you know or no site um, let us know because this is something we could, you know, Arno also has done lots of collaborations with musicians, you know, he's a musician. So we probably have a lot to say collectively on collaboration. If you, if you guys are interested on collaboration from the perspective of creating your own thing, working for yourself or creating your own thing, let, let us know because it's a project we could, we could explore. But, yeah. uh, I, for me, it's honestly, it's been a life changer. It's been a life changer. I mean, I have a whole story about that that happened to me you know in like 2014 um you know i can tell that later can can I, yeah just before you go into that story yeah. that i'm eager to listen to uh okay someone's writing me but he's not watching so i'm not answering um <laughs> this whole idea of never of you know never work alone and collaborate i i, I got it from you you know because uh -huh. it was another of my fear or limiting belief that i needed to do everything by myself and then once it's perfect then i can show it with someone and god forbid you know collaborate but you were you you told me how much uh, the collaboration helped you in your life and i was like no that's true so when i had this idea of a course and i was like i need to share it with someone i, I closed my eyes half a second i was like okay david <laughs> and and luckily david knows mind <laughs> So yeah, no. The thank you for bringing this idea of collaboration, and for me it was really impactful. And, and that was that was my code name for the project: never work alone. You know, oh, yeah? and that and I've told that story. That that became a mantra of mine yeah. years ago, and it completely changed my life. You know, I was when I started working for myself, I was doing everything by myself, and I ended up just like feeling totally overwhelmed, banging my head against the wall, yeah. feeling like I had never, I had no one to help me with the with the the low points. I just had to like figure it out by reading something or watching a video, but I felt like I, I didn't have anybody to talk to, just yeah, talk yeah, to. Yeah, that was yeah. that was there with me on my team, suffering yes, with yes, me, you know. Yes. And then also, I didn't have anybody in the high points, you know, to actually celebrate. Yeah, like, yeah, because yeah, you want to share. You something good happened. You want to share yeah, with someone. Like, oh, I want to be like cool. we did it, but it was like we did it in the mirror, you know. Yeah, I'm yeah, gonna be, you know. So so then I I decided at, at some point in back yeah back in 2014 around around then that I was never going to start a new project by myself. And I decided to have this mantra, never work alone. It has changed my life. It's completely increased my revenue. 
on every, uh, you know, for all of my work. It's made all my work more fun. I'm doing much higher quality work. I'm doing, you know, much more interesting work. All because never work alone. Yeah. So this is something you're interested in and how to um, how to do that, you know, from like uh, finding the best collaborators. Because I've also I've also had collaborations that did not work out. Yeah, of you course. You know, didn't, yeah, yeah. really didn't work out. It's not like every collaboration works out. It doesn't. So how do we shorten that process? How do we make it faster, quicker, more effective? That's what the collaboration engine uh, was designed to do, you know? You know what it makes me think about? Yeah. Bill Murray. Bill Murray? Yeah. Why? The actor. Yeah. Because like he has this, you know, there's this legend that he has this special, that you cannot book Bill Murray. If you want to make a movie, you cannot just go to his agent and have Bill Murray in your movie. You need to call a special line that he did where you can record the message. And if he likes the pitch, he will call you back or contact you back and, and then you will work with him. And he was like, yeah, okay, I have all this stuff. It's true because I receive a lot of bullshit offers and it makes us, okay, of course I miss out on some project, but it, mainly I w uh, it saves me time. But for my real collaborators, you know, uh, what's his name? Uh, Wes Anderson, Sofia Coppola, you know, some people he worked with before, they don't have to call this because they proved the, that the collaboration can work and they have direct access to him. Oh. So I just I just thought about that. That once you found a good, once you went through this process, which is difficult, which takes months and even years before finding a good collaborator, and that's something we saw several times in music, right? In bands, how many times you know something's not working in the whole band of five people, six people, and it's just that one dude who's breaking the energy, and sometimes you don't realize it takes months to realize that. Um, but once you find this great collaborator, you know stick with it stick with him continue work together and uh yeah maybe it sounds kind of obvious when i say that but it's it, this this what you this process that you're talking about it's useful because this is the hard part once you have the collaborator it becomes really a breeze and 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 a happy time to collaborate with someone yeah like this you know this we i've never done a live recording before yeah like this, this is so much fun you know but we we just it was like oh arno wants to do it i i can i can do it i can handle it i can make it work you know yeah, because yeah. i i know that we work really well together the you know the the thing that this arno mentioned the energy you just mentioned the energy in a band yeah and this is not like a this is not just a woo, -woo concept there's why are you typing to them you, we can just talk to them we're live you can just uh, you I'm can just speak your comment okay i'm i'm Hashtag authenticity. I'm writing to friends so that they watch live. Oh, okay, cool. He wants to get more numbers <laughs> on there. That's cool. So, because uh, I want to see how it looks like when somebody comments live. You know, I'm yeah. curious about the process. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah, doing. yeah. Help us test this process, people who are watching. Send us a comment. Um, so you're talking about the energy in a, in a band, yeah. and this is the big piece of collaboration that people don't acknowledge consciously. But when you're working with somebody, you feel. You feel things that are different from when you're working with yourself. And these feel why are these feelings important? Because happiness is a feeling. Joy is a feeling. Freedom is a feeling. Okay? And these are the things we're looking for in our life. We're looking actually for feeling states. Yes. That's what we really want. When we say, oh, like, oh, I got to get that promotion. Why? Because you think because it's going to make you feel, feel better yeah, yeah, somehow. Yeah. You think it's you think the high, bigger status, bigger salary is going to somehow feel better to you. You're either running away from pain or trying to find, you know, some more pleasurable feelings. We're all in this to feel happy. It's a feeling state. Yeah. So your feeling states about a collaborator, the energy, quote unquote, in between people 
is one of the most important data points for whether collaboration is going to work out. Mm-hmm. And and a lot of people just don't even they just ignore that. You know, they ignore that. And the so yeah, they just look at hard skills. Uh, okay, I'm a I'm a creative guy. I need a technical guy, and but it it missed out a whole part of the picture. Yeah, or even it's just like, oh, this person's my friend. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna, I want to collaborate with them. You know, it's it's that that very often does not work. You know, the, you, just because you know somebody doesn't mean that they're going to be yeah. a great collaborator for you. I mean, I have a I have a couple of friends I've tried to do collab who are very creative, very intelligent, very funny. Tried to do collaborative projects with them a couple of times, and it just goes nowhere. It just goes nowhere. Mm. You know, so there's there's a this this energy in between is is important because when you find somebody who matches the feelings when you, the the feelings that you have in the collaboration when those feelings match the type of feelings you want to have in actually in your life just by doing the collaboration you're starting to live the way you really want even yeah. no matter how those products turn out and this is this is com- brings me to one i think the most important spiritual concepts yes. that anybody can internalize it's completely changed how i approach life and my sense of my sense of feeling my aliveness in life and i remember that you told me this concept that you're going to present now right after we've we decided that okay we the prices are done we are not going to prolong we just accept it and it helped me a lot this concept yeah the one i think you well we'll see but the concept i'm going to talk about is the naked turtle right the naked turtle yeah no it's not not that one okay that was a different one okay that the naked turtle is by the way if our nose ever stressing out just Talk to him about the naked turtle. Totally calms him down. That's what oh, he's talking man. about. So yeah, so he was freaking you. out that when we decided not to do the course. I was like, "Naked turtle, buddy." Oh man, picture it's the so naked turtle. Oh. It just picture oh. its oh. picture its genitals retracting in and out of its shell because it's a turtle and it's naked. I'm getting aroused, so please stop. So the uh, the no the concept I'm about to share this really important spiritual concept is put expression over outcomes. Put your expression make it make the expression more important than the outcome live for expression not the outcome because if you there's a few reasons for that but number one expressing your real self is what feels good right away no matter what the outcome is the joy the freedom the peace it comes from your expression not from you needing to get anything and when you express that way over and over again all of a sudden you find out that expression does bring outcomes very interesting outcomes that sometimes you can plan for and predict but sometimes you can't but always those outcomes also match the feelings of that ex- expression in the long run those outcomes they're the outcomes you you're really looking for and sometimes you, you your mind sometimes you might express yourself who you really are and someone might have a negative reaction right and your mind might be like well, that's not the outcome I wanted. But then six months later, you realize I'm so glad that person reacted negatively to me because I real because that gave me the courage to really be who I truly am yeah. later when I got through that. You know, for example, the, going with your real expression is always going to lead you into more beautiful feelings. But going to try to grasp the outcomes externally, those can only ever give you just temporary sensations. Mm-hmm. You know, so put expressions over outcomes and for me for this this course i mean this the whole process of collaborating with with arno with mapping the course trying to figure out something that could really help other people with something that i really cared about with something that i like teaching how do we make it funny i mean we made it we made the videos entertaining yeah. you know how do we 
how do we do it in a way that's really fun and then putting it out there in the world that's a little bit scary what are we going to price so we so how do we express through our fears all of that i mean this is a pure project of you know what i expressed and i feel yes. so good about it and it's regardless of the outcome and now you know both of us have our clear are beyond some of our fears both of both of us are now even more clear about how we want to do expression so this is this is why th this concept is so important expression over outcomes this is super important and i was actually introduced to it during one of david's retreats mm. so david organized a few times a year retreats in the countryside of czech republic and um I got laid off on my work in uh, a bit before that there was one of these retreats. So I'd actually open calendar and I went there. It was amazing. And um, probably the number one lesson I got from that is really expression, you know, and not even expression over outcome, expression, expression, expression. That was my problem that I was I was considering what I had to say, like not important enough and not I'm not talking business here. I'm talking everywhere relationship with my kids uh with my art with uh, well with business as well and uh two or three different i don't know counselor or therapist or or or, or, or healers in in david retreats helped me and it brought me to the same conclusion conclusion is like express so concretely what does it mean means that for example i had some beef with someone or someone was taking my mental energy by i'm pissed at that person because xyz and uh, i think yeah you told me that you told me you know you're talking thinking about i can do this i can do that and you're forgetting you are forgetting the third way which is i can express what it makes me feel without uh, expecting outcome and even further than that you don't even have to express to that person we the the place where we were it was surrounded by beautiful czech woods and it was like just go to the wood and say out loud what you would like to say to that person and then see how it makes you feel so that's what i did you know right after the conversation i went out there and i was like i talked to my former boss i talked to that girl i was thinking about i talked to uh my son who pissed me off because of whatever reason uh you know i talked to that stranger who bumped in me in the in, bumped into me in the street i talked out loud and i said everything and immediately immediately the relief you know it's like the this weight of out of your chest and for some people after that i still had the need to express myself to them and for some of them the it, the problem was completely gone such an amazing lesson that started there at this retreat and that was nicely completed when we made peaceful holidays yeah yeah and that that guy that got uh, you know at that retreat the guy that was pissing you off right you did you end up actually telling him directly like hey you're kind of you were kind of like being triggering me okay yeah yeah yeah. i did i did that and it's it, okay that's funny um i didn't think that this guy pissing me off would bring the kind of outcome that it would because uh so we met there we chit chat okay no no but we see a few days later outside of the retreat and I tell him everything, you know, in the spirit of expression, I'm like, okay, you know, uh, I talked to my, I, I talked to you in the woods. So that again, and he was like, Oh, really? That's amazing. Wow. And it created a connection between us. We ended up uh, talking together separately. Like we went for a coffee together 
And uh, he ended up being the first guest in my podcast. You know, so yeah. <laughs> there you go, there you go. So and now, now we are live, we're recording in front of oh, what is it seven two se seven seven billion people? So oh, two se billion, se seven billion. Yeah, Sorry, I so misread. <laughs> I don't have my glasses, so it might be ten billion people. <laughs> But uh, so you don't know the outcomes of what expression will bring you. Yeah, look, that's a, such a great story because you know Arnaud was pissed at this guy. So he first just expressed it to himself and that kind of cleared the way for yeah, you, right? Yeah, yeah. He got it out, he expressed it, it cleared the way for him. And then and then a few days later, yeah, he, he just told the guy how he was feeling. Uh, how and he it was easy, by the way. It was easy because I had no anger toward this guy. I was, I was like, you know, I used to feel that, but then I did that and now I feel this and I think it's, it's interesting, so I want to share it with you. Yeah, and that guy became Arnaud's friend and, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. and was the first guy on the podcast. His name is Scott. Frazier, he's yeah, he's a really interesting coach, and um, so so this was like th this is this was a great example of actually healing yourself from the perspective of expressing without outcome because you know the the Arno talked about like finding the third way because the two ways you had in your mind when you were first thinking about that if I could share the two ways were like I either keep this all to myself and just work on my own triggers. Or I have to tell him he's pissing me off because I want him to change and do something. I want some something to come from this. Right? Yes, yes, I want. But, yeah, yeah, but there's a there's a third way, which is express without, without needing an outcome. Yes, you know. So start with by expressing just yourself. You know, a lot of my clients that I coach, I I tell them all the time. You know, gotta keep a journal just to just to express to yourself. You have to make the ha that habit of expressing to yourself because it changes the way you see what's going on inside of you. Yeah. You know, so you're. So he, start, he started expressing to himself. That already brought relief inside of him. Then he was able to express to the other person without any need for any outcome. And then the, the outcome that came from it is he made a new friend. You know, when in the beginning, this whole thing was about, oh, like this is pissing me off. I have to either eat it or make someone change, yeah, you know? Yeah, you know, yeah, so yeah. It's, a, it's a very like- It's much more peaceful. It's much more peaceful. Hello, peaceful creativity. We did it. Boom. <laughs> We pieced it. Oh, man. Uh, guys, uh, it's been like 48 minutes. Uh, yeah. We're gonna wrap wrap this thing up. Let us know in the comments if you like it, um, if you want more of it, <laughs> and even if you don't, we're probably gonna be more <laughs> lifestyle because it's pretty fun. It's super do. fun. <laughs> We have, uh, we have three people now. Does someone want to leave a comment and help us test that feature? Oh my God, three people? Wow. Yeah, it could be three billion. I don't know. Wait, okay. I don't know how many zeros are after that three, but does someone want to leave a comment? And <laughs> let's see. Oh yeah, Ella. Ella is watching and she liked the video. Thanks, Ella. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Great, Ella. She's she's on uh, the fourth episode of the podcast and uh, great great episode. Listen to it if uh, if you haven't already. Um, so guys, we said we would share some tips on the holidays, but I think this expression versus outcome it's kind of a, it's more than a tip. That's a whole mindset that can help you. And if you want to compress that into one tip, that would be maybe journaling, or I don't know if you are. Yeah, but let's apply that to the holidays really quickly because that's a great, that's a okay, great point. Okay, let's do l that. Like it's just super quick. So, for example, when you're when you're looking for gifts, you know, what do you want to? Oh, there's a like. Oh, what we got a like? There's a Yay! thumbs up. Oh my god, we're, we're rolling now. <laughs> so if you if you want when you're gift shopping, you know. What is what is the we're so focused on the outcomes? Are they going to like this gift? Is it the right amount of money? Do I you know how yeah. do I am I going to get in my budget? Blah blah blah. These are all outcomes. But what about what do you want to express? 
Like for example, what values do you want do you want to express? You know, one year I told my family, do not get me anything physical. I don't want to contribute to having more stuff. You know, I want to I want to I'm living kind of a minimalist lifestyle. I don't want more things. And and you know, I'm just expressing that. And I got all kinds of interesting gifts that year, you know, including like, you know, gifts cards, co- courses, uh yeah, concerts, you know, to go to, you know what I mean? So it, it was experiences like experiences that make you feel something experiences. Right? versus stuff. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not saying everybody has to do that, that exact thing. But what I'm saying is express in what you, by what you ask for and what you give, express what you care about, express your values. Like, you know, if you if you're a person who's big into, you know, the environment, then, then you know, Decide to express that with how you go about your gift shopping, whatever that would look like for you. You know, mm-hmm. if you're if you're okay, what about your self care? What about all the business and stress? You know, decide what you want to express through your behavior in the holidays, right? Like, if you're, are you, do you want to express an agreement with all the running around and being stressed in the holidays? Maybe you actually get off on that. Maybe you want to do that. That's fine. You know, or do, do you want to do you want to have an expression of like, you know what? I, I believe in reflection. I believe in rest. I believe in, you know, mindfulness as an example. I want to actually express that with my behavior this holiday season. Yeah. How would that change your approach to parties? How would that change your approach to, you know, all the errands? How would that change your approach to working and what you spend your time doing? So, you know, just by deciding what's the actual authentic expression it already gives us different ideas of how to take action it gives different ideas of how we want to relate to other people and how they're going to relate to us and that can actually make the whole holiday season more peaceful yeah. i think and you know hearing you saying this it makes me want to you know do the course again so, <laughs> so maybe stay tuned for the the you know christmas season or holiday season of 2020 maybe maybe <laughs> you'll see more of us um what else uh yeah guys i mean thank you for watching and uh david do you have something to say before we oh first i want to thank you for being you know the first ever uh live guest of the peaceful creativity podcast and for bringing so much good insights to the table literally and uh and to my life through our collaboration and through our, our friendship so thank you for all of that man well thank you dude for having that uh deadline power that gets us to do stuff deadline power you know, he's got he's got good deadline power and he's just got like a, no I'm doing this we're doing this interview this is how it's gonna happen are you you're gonna be there I'm like oh okay yeah, I'll be there and then it gets done so it's yeah, amazing so, thank so you I thought we're because we're good collaborators we've figured out the collab engine if you're interested in that stay in touch let us know yeah sounds good okay thank you for having me Arno really appreciated it it was uh, thanks for doing the work you're doing You know, it's really interesting to the people you're interviewing about their creative process, about creativity, the things they're bringing to the world. It's fascinating stuff. So it's very valuable. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I love doing that. And uh, every interview, in every interview, there is things that I'm not expecting and that are bringing me some, you know, food for thought and hopefully for, for the listeners as well. So I'm super happy to do that. And now doing it in a live way that's even more rock and roll and exciting. <laughs> rock and roll. Rock and roll. <laughs> Thanks for okay. listening, everybody, whoever's yeah. out there. Thank you. So I'm going to slide to cut the live stream in a smooth way. <laughs> Bye, everybody.
more of the Peaceful Creativity Podcast, go to peacefulcreativity.com slash join the tribe. You will get the episodes before anybody else, the free easy tools for immediate inner peace ebook, the fun favorite and uncensored sound filter Sunday, and much more. You also get the satisfaction of supporting independent podcasting and help keeping the project alive. All of this for free. So go to peacefulcreativity.com slash join the tribe. The link is in the show notes. Thanks for listening, and as always, peace.